Hello, Blank Green Canvas listeners. Do you enjoy this podcast? If so, please consider becoming a supporter on Anchor. You can support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Monthly contributions range from $0.99 cents a month to $4.99 a month and $9.99 a month. Visit anchor.fm slash blank dash green dash canvas and click support this podcast to become a monthly contributor. Hello everyone, this is Noah Villaverde, host of the Blank Green Canvas podcast, and this week on this special episode I am joined with two returning guests. First off, I have Jorge Rodriguez here. How are you doing today, Jorge? I'm pretty good, you know, it's hot out there, but uh, keeping it cool, keeping it cool. Thank you very much, and I also have, uh, returning again, like he did last week from the Spider-Man podcast, I have Armando Carreno right here. How are you doing? I'm good. Back-to-back podcast. Yes, you're the first uh, back-to-back guest. I'm in a prestigious, no, I don't want to say prestigious. (laughs) 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 Hey, but I'm the third third time. This is your third time. You've been here. I I gotta slow my roll. (laughs) Fix the gain a little bit, hopefully so. Uh, Just to warn everybody uh, who is listening, um, we're setting my mic at a, I forgot, I think omnidirectional mode, I believe is what it is. So it gives us a bit of an equal sound. So it's not as isolated uh, this time around. I don't have the budget to have three mics in a row yet. But uh, so it's gonna be just around, because we're all here together. Uh, We're all here uh, at my place and we're just gonna be talking about which, uh, we're gonna be talking about Stranger Things season three uh, in spoiler-filled detail. So if you have not seen uh, the new season or any of the other two seasons as well, uh, don't listen, I guess, because you're gonna. What's wrong with you? I'm sorry. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> but you're gonna get, listen at your own discretion. You're gonna get spoiled, and um, you're gonna hear a lot of uh, sounds everywhere. Just as a result, we have pizza here, we have drinks, and everything else. So if you hear any cardboard like that moving around or any table stuff, like you're basically listening to ASMR at this point. So, uh, anyways, um, so uh, first of all, I'm gonna ask you before we talk about the show, how has you guys' weeks been overall? Well, pretty good. Mine. Uh, and so, I mean, I pretty much set up my PlayStation at my new place, so uh, my PS4. So right, I got started back on uh, on that. So got any new games or anything? No, I'm still playing um, Red Dead Redemption. You're still you haven't finished it yet? <laughs> no, I finished it a long time. Oh, you're just, you're just I've just playing been it playing it. I'm trying to get all the horses. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's nice. basically what I'm doing right now. That sounds cool. Well, and my Monday so far has been busy, just work, and. Noah feeding me pizza, so that's bomb. Yeah, of course. You gotta feed the guests and make them feel yeah. satisfied and everything else. Yeah. Super satisfied. <laughs> Anyways, uh, for me, uh, it's it's been this similar kind of week, you know, work and all that, getting ready. I'm actually, uh, uh, in two days, early on Wednesday morning, I'm going to go take the Amtrak to uh, San Diego because I'm going to be covering uh, Comic-Con for uh, HeroicHollywood.com, which is a website that I'm a part of. I'm definitely looking forward to that trip. It's going to be fun covering the events. I'm there for five days. Uh, obviously, just being in San Diego during that time is fun, but to actually be there actually at the convention, covering some of the events that they have there, and it's the 50th annual, it's going to be a lot of fun. 
you know, there's gonna be a lot of stuff coming up there. So, are, um, are they doing anything interesting, like a big panel or something? Um, well, Mar- Marvel is gonna be there, obviously. Um, I don't think I'll be able to go to that panel though because I have to do another panel at the same time, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But um, they'll be there. Uh, but a lot of the big studios, deep like Warner Brothers, won't be there. Yeah, uh, Universal won't be there, which is weird because Warner Brothers has like a bunch of oh, a lot of movies coming out. They have Joker coming out. Yeah, okay. Birds of Prey, a bunch of movies. They're gonna do their own. Maybe they just don't have anything ready to show. I guess maybe they'll do it next year, probably, you know, because, you know, Robert Pattinson, you mm-hmm. know, they'll, Batman. he'll be filming by then, and he'll be, like, probably in better shape to come up on stage, I guess, you know, so there's that, but, like... Better shape? <laughs> well, he's in good shape, but he has to pack on, like, 30 pounds of muscle. You have to be uh, heavy. Yeah. Maybe they Batman. just want to get overshadowed by, by what Marvel's doing. Marvel's yeah, well, it's... going it, to be bringing their whole new slate of movies. Their whole new slate, yeah, yeah. that's true. And also, you know, it's, it's kind of hard I heard, to... I heard they might bring the band together. It's rumors, I don't know. If it's yeah, it's, it seems like that, yeah. which is why I'm a little bummed that I, I probably won't be able to do that <laughs> panel. But um, it is what it is, but it's still always great just, just to be there, you know, even if you don't have a pass. Just going to San Diego is a lot of fun. I'm going to miss uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a Game of Thrones panel, too. Is there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it wasn't. Yeah, they're, they're going to be there. Uh, the cast and uh, I don't know if D&D are going to be there. No, they're not going to be there. For, for obvious reasons. No, they're... You know, I don't yeah. see them going there. Uh, but they're going to be there. They're going to reminisce, I guess, about the the series, the final I season. I didn't even hear about that. But, yeah, they're going to be... I missed that totally. They'll be there. Yeah. It's, it's an HBO day when they're there. You know, Westworld... Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the shows? Oh yeah, uh, his Dark Materials. Are they doing anything with uh, Watchmen? Yeah. Surprisingly, no. no? There's no. Wait, wa- there's not gonna be a Watchmen panel. Yet. There's, I mean, there's gonna be a presence of Watchmen uh-huh. at, at Comic Con, like but there's not panel. gonna be like a panel panel for Watchmen, from what I know. Which is a bit weird because that's. Yeah, right. I think that's where HBO is probably going to want to be their next Game of Thrones. Yeah. Because you know Watchmen's a big popular property, and uh, from what it looks like, it actually I like the teasers. Well, the yeah. the guys from um, uh, Silicon Valley are probably gonna be there. Probably they're filming right now. They're the last season. Oh yeah, Kuma- well Kumail Nanjiani, who's on Sil- Silicon Valley, he's heavily reported to be part of one of Marvel's next movies, The Eternals. Ooh, we have yeah. him, Angelina you know. Jolie. Angelina Jolie. And he just added a Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, she actually denied. She actually denied. What? She denied. What? Speaking of which, Millie Bobby <laughs> Brown. Uh, who? Else? Richard Madden. You know, uh, which uh, member of the Star Company? He was. Uh, he was uh, uh, Rob Stark. Rob Stark, yeah. He's going to be in that movie from what it sounds like. Uh, but yeah, like so a bunch of them are going to be there. So yeah, Comic-Con is definitely going to be a lot of fun, obviously. But um, that's n- not why we're here. Uh, <laughs> actually, Comic-Con is going to be this part of the subject of next week's podcast where me and a friend of mine, Alan, uh, we're going to talk about to- Comic-Con and Lion King for next week. But this week, while you all are tuned in, we're going to be discussing Stranger Things 3 third season of this hit Netflix series. It's, it's probably Netflix's most popular show, right? Yeah, uh, Right now, yeah. Right now, but also in general, because it, it kind of appeals to almost all audiences yeah, for the most part. I don't think they've anything bigger than this. Oh. Maybe no, there was Orange. a... Orange is the New Black. It's, it's, That's a yeah, big show, uh, but... But it's not like as big as this. It's so. not like yeah. a cultural phenomenon, yeah. because yeah, in, like, I don't see Orange... I see this the, everywhere. <laughs> I don't see Orange is the New Black tie-ins at Target, dude. Mm. <laughs> no, like, that's not an easy show to market, but this show yeah. is... The thing with Stranger Things, though, it's a perfect show to market, really, and it's kind of for everybody. It's a perfect kind of show for like the age we're in right now in pop culture, you know, in terms of like nostalgia for like the 1980s. I mean, sure, it's oversaturated at this point, the the 80s nostalgia this decade, but I'd say within that era that we're in, in regards to that, looking back at the 80s, I'd say Stranger Things is up there as probably one of the best examples of 
paying tribute while also being its own thing. You yeah. know, so like, what did you guys think like the first two seasons though? Like when you guys checked them out, did you guys check it out when it first came out, or did you hear was, it from uh, word of mouth? I was a late. Like I started in season two. Really? Like first because uh, like, well, I I started watching right before season two started. Oh yeah. Okay. So so I was like, because everybody was like, hey man, you gotta watch the show, and I was like, mm, I don't know. It's weird, <laughs> and then uh, and then when I started watching it, I was like, "Oh man, it's pretty cool." So then I got ready for season two, which was coming up. It was like the week before. Yeah, and then um, yeah, been hooked since then. What got me hooked in at first was the was the trailers because for me, I've always loved those kids movies where those kids go on an adventure. Oh you know? yes, yeah. Yeah, and that was one of the main like <laughs> grabbers for me. And watching season one, it, it was just funny. Yeah, I really liked the show, but yeah. I haven't watched it in a while, so it's sure. hard to recall back to. Do you remember to most of about it. season two though? You remember anything about the second season? Season two, season two was okay. There was there's there some things I just didn't. I, I think everyone agrees. Uh, like there's that one episode in season two that nobody likes. Yeah. I feel like it, the season two was kind of rushed. Season two was like was oh, trying we're to get capitalize, it out. get it out, get it out. <clears throat> which is the difference between this season, which which actually took like a year and a half to. Yeah, to it, be made. yeah, we waited a little longer this so time it around. So it took longer. <laughs> for it to come out. It's interesting you guys mentioned that about the first two seasons because I watched the first season probably a month or two after it premiered because that was when the word of mouth started spreading around of it. Everyone on like Facebook, like all our friends were saying, hey, you should watch Stranger Things. This is a really good show. And I was like, I heard about it. I was like, hey, that sounds like a show that's up my alley because like you, Armando, mm-hmm. I, I love those kids on adventure movies, but especially like 19, 1980s uh, Steven Spielberg, Stephen King stories. Those were like my bread and butter. Bread and butter growing up. I love those kinds of movies like The Goonies and mm-hmm. E. T. Stand by me. The, Stand by, Stand me, by yes. me. There was a, I like the what was the one? Um, the ball, baseball one. I can't remember the name. I'm bad with names. Oh, uh, Sandlot. 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 And those movies, those are the type of movies that are missing nowadays that we don't really get. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm excited for that new one that's come out. The The Good Boys. Oh, Good Boys. The, the good boys. It's an R-rated yeah, comedy, but, but about... Uh, produced by, uh, by the director or produced by Seth Rogen? Well, he's a producer, probably. A producer? Yeah, but it's like, there's like 14-year-old kids. Yeah. One of them is from Room, the movie with Brie Larson. He's really amazing in that film, Jacob Tremblay. And um, I, I really love that first season because it, it really, even though it's a series, all three seasons kind of feel like their own movies, just longer. Because mm-hmm. they're all like in real time they're from all, the most they're part. They're all shot very cinematically, too. So very, it doesn't feel like an actual TV show. It feels yeah. like you're watching a movie. The, br- the brothers, the... Um, Duffy brothers, Duffy yeah. brothers yeah. did a really good job, like, just capturing the essence of, like, mysterious and at the same time, you know, just like, um, like, uh, like, like, comedy and at the same mm-hmm. time, like, like, suspense. Horror, or action. Horror, horror, action. Yeah, but I think the strength of the series overall for all three seasons, I'd say, are the characters. Because um, a lot of the situations we see them in, there's stuff that we've seen before, sure. It's a remix of, like, stuff that we love from that era of the 80s with Stephen King, Spielberg, and John Carpenter. But, uh, what I love is like the characters and the cast that they got to play each of these characters are just so memorable and like really lovable in their own ways. And the thing with season two, which I actually still quite like, um, I think if you remove that one episode, like episode seven in season two, yeah. where you know Eleven goes on her own adventure. Oh, that one was weird. That was way out of place. The reason why nobody that likes threw me it off. is because it just ruins the pacing. It's mm-hmm. like we know she's gonna get eventually get back with the gang to help them out. It's like, what's the point? So any time I try to rewatch season two, I skip that episode. But they never they never go back to like, because it was about kids, right, that were there with her or they had powers. I can't even remember that one. 
I know she's off on her own. She basically, it was called the Lost Sister. Yeah, she had somebody, lost sister, someone yeah, that had the same powers as her. But it yeah, was, that was tested just like her, and they were trying to join together because, you know, that similarities. But then Eleven's like, no, my friends are calling. It's like, we know that's happening. Just get it over with. You know, but I, I still like that season because I like that feeling of spook, you know, the Halloween, you know, era of that yeah. time. You know, like... Uh, like that they introduced new characters at that time. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah. I'd say, like, and I like the new characters enough in that second season, yeah. but I feel like they got them even better, which we're about to talk about now, the third season, which we'll be talking about in spoiler-filled detail right about now. So if you have not seen season three of Stranger Things, uh, get away from here, because we're going to spoil the whole thing, basically. Or, or stay and listen. I yeah, mean, stay if you don't mind spoilers. <laughs> if you spoilers. like spoilers. <laughs> if you're one of the four people. You can people. always press pause and come back. Yeah, sure. But anyways, so... Stranger Things 3 takes place in the July, uh, 4th of July weekend of 1985, right? So about a, a, few, like a few months later, a year later, after the events of the season 2, you know, everybody's, like, calm. Everything seems, seems calm in Hawkins, Indiana, right? Everything seems okay for them. You know, um, Mike and Eleven are a couple. You know, uh, Lucas and, uh, what's Sadie Sink's character's name? Max. Max. They're, they're, t- they're a couple. You know, Dustin comes back from summer camp. Where he met a girl. Wait, was it summer camp or like... It was in Camp Nowhere. Camp right? Camp Nowhere. Camp yeah. Nowhere, yeah, yeah. It's a science so camp of some yeah. sort. And he comes back like saying, oh, I have a girlfriend. And of course, nobody believes him. And poor... I didn't believe him. Poor Will. <laughs> poor Will. He's like... He just wants to stay little. He just wants to be a kid still. You know, he still wants to play Dungeons and Dragons while all his friends are growing up and have girlfriends and everything. Yeah. You know, so it's like, they're just trying to enjoy their summer. You know, uh, Nancy and... Uh, Jonathan, they're Off working. Interning as a, yeah, they're working as interns. Oh, at but the, you gotta start how the, the season actually started. Well, that's true. With the Russian. Well, I'm just kind of. Oh yeah, right. Well, I'm kind of setting up. Oh okay. What Everybody's our main at, characters yeah, are yeah. overall. You know, they're working as an interns at this Hawkins Post, like this the local newspaper at Hawkins. The staff sucks. Like they're they're so immature. And, I feel like um, that's not how real newspapers from a newspaper guy. I yeah. feel like that's not how newspapers were. But then again, it was the 1980s, it was the 80s. so that was probably it's exactly <laughs> like that. over exaggeration, obviously, from what what it is. But there's that, so you know, uh, 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 Hopper. You know, he's still working. You know, obviously, but he's now also he's trying to learn how to be a father. He's still he's trying, trying to be, to be a father. He's being anno- he's annoyed that. Um, uh, Mike and Eleven are because he had yeah, a daughter, right? But she died much, before yeah. she went through those spending periods. Spending too where much time together. They spending too much time together. He's also like he's still trying to get at uh, Joyce. Mm-hmm. You know, now that um, poor Bob, rest mm-hmm. in peace, Bob. Uh, he's gone. Now he's he'll trying always, to swoop in. He'll always be Rudy to me. <laughs> always, he's always going to be uh, Sam. Rudy. Sam. <laughs> Samwise Gamgee. He's yeah. got so many good characters. And Goonies, obviously. Remember, yeah, he was Goonies. Goonies. He was a nineteen eighties icon. Samwise Gamgee in Lord of the Rings. No, I always think it was the Adam Sandler one. Oh, right, right. <laughs> the okay. 50 first dates. The first oh, yeah, he was. Right, he right. Was, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, he, he's still off working and everything else, you know. And uh, my boy, Steve Harrington, he's working at the mall at an ice cream shop with uh, this new girl, you know, who's actually played by uh, Ethan Hawke in Uma, Uma Thurman's daughter. daughter. And she looks like a perfect blend of them both, you know. Damn, now that, you, now that you're saying that, I just realize that yeah right <laughs> now you can't yeah, unsee, I was like, wow, you can't unsee I, uma's face now right yeah, no i can't but i didn't know that at the beginning yeah, she looks yeah. familiar but i don't know if, what she had like, I, I knew yeah, that, Robin's I knew that name, yeah. but i didn't really like i didn't put the connection yeah so it's summertime but we we actually begin still a few months earlier 1984 with the russians right 
Like, yeah. um, they're trying to mm-hmm. set up... No, the, I think it's a year before. Yeah, a year before. A year before. They're trying to reopen it, right? They're like, try, yeah, yeah, they're trying to build a machine to reopen the, the whole portal Yeah. The, from their side. Yeah. From the Russian side. So it's trying to go global this time, you know, so they're trying to expand it. I mean, naturally, because of the 80s, you know, like, Russian tensions then, you know, I mean, it's kind of relevant Still now, no. too, <laughs> funny enough, which is interesting, but, um... So it starts from there. Very interesting. <laughs> and then, um, obviously, we reunite with our old friends. It's summertime. Everybody's just trying to have a good time. Hawkins just opened up Starcourt Mall. And the 80s was like the heyday in which malls were just everywhere and the biggest thing in the world at the time, yeah, especially so for... So they started in the 70s. It became a huge thing in the 80s because yeah. it had a central AC and, you know, like... It people, was inside shops. Everything was inside. Like, before you had to go to downtown. It made it more convenient. You didn't have to drive around. And all that stuff, but but they showed a piece a piece of America that not many people actually like. Yeah. Mean, at least the show showed. Um, not not many people like knew about, and it's it's funny because now they're going back to like regular shops, like pop, and they're leaving the malls behind. Yeah, like there it's well obviously with given the nature of like our economy now, like malls a lot of malls around the country are closing. But it's interesting to go back in time when it was in its heyday. But also when the mall opened, a lot of the mom and pop shops in Hawkins in the show, like they all started closing, closing down, down like which is this, the same thing that happened uh, here. Like good example here in Fresno, like a lot of downtown became nothing really. Where they moved down south. Yeah, everything moved down south yeah. to where the mall was. And right. Yeah. Like so um, it's interesting because you have a lot of Hawkins um, citizens. They're they're. Uh, they're protesting the fact that the mall opened because a lot of the shops are closing down or some of them moved over to the mall but a lot of them they started closing down uh, Joyce um, you know the the drugstore is sorry. It's, like, it's barely scraping by like it's almost on its last I mean, legs it's a, it's, a figure, it's a key part of like the whole season yeah having the drugstore there and, and like what she's gonna do at the end yeah, so like it starts off like, and of course, um, we we forgot to mention uh, an important character, Billy, uh, played by Decker Montgomery. He's yeah. a lifeguard. And the very first episode, uh, we see um, uh, Mike and uh, Nancy's mom. Uh, she's a little the thirsty. Hearts. She's a little thirsty for Billy, if you will. That was a little weird. Like I was watching that episode and I was like, um, are we really gonna get here? Yeah. The weird part was that, I had, well, I don't know if we want to go into, it, but is the fact that she. It almost happened, and then it didn't happen. Then we never went back to it. Like, what happens after well, that? Well, there's a good reason why yeah. we never get back into that part because yes, yeah. I mean, develop. to be fair, um, she she second guessed herself as she was about to basically hook up with him. You just can't look at her the same way anymore. <laughs> I mean, like, a, have you seen her husband though? Like, he's so not. He's like the stereotypical dad who doesn't know anything no, about his old. family. He's just. He's like sitting at home. He's always tired. He always looks tired. He, like he's that guy you see. He's reading the newspaper at breakfast time, you know, and then he goes to work. He comes back, honey, I'm home. Yada yada. He eats whatever. Goes sits at the TV and goes same cycle. That's you why know. she has the hots for Billy. The hots for Billy. It's hilarious though. But like, <laughs> poor Billy, you know, because um, Billy, he's just trying to be a lifeguard, and then he was going to go on to basically hook up with her, but then all of a sudden he. Ends up, you he crashes the yeah, oh, He wait. crashes into the site, yeah. and then he walks in to this uh, shed area or whatever, and then all of a sudden, he's <laughs> dragged in there by the the mind flare. Yes, he's dead, mind. right? Yeah, he died. At that point, he was he, no, no, no. 
Mm-hmm. Well, no, we're jumping all the way. To yeah, the we're end. jumping. No, no, no. no, no. But, but when he got dragged in, no, I think they, what happened to him was what happened to what was the other the little boy's character? I, like I said, I'm not going to. No, at that point, at that point, he the the when they when they put when they grabbed him, they take over his body. Yeah, he became the no host. longer him. Yeah, he, he became he, a host, but like, it was like the little kid from the from the one before. Like he was a host, and he was just the host doing its oh. bidding. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, yeah. almost. Okay. You know, and then um, we we see him. Well, it, I think it's the Upside Down, pretty much, where it seems like they're always just never going to escape from the threats of the Upside Down, no matter what. And um, you see a bunch of other people underground, and you even see a version of Billy inside there, which um, overtakes him as he goes back, and it's it affects him for the rest of the season, really, because um, eventually we have another lifeguard um, that gets sucked up into it. And um, they all act weird as a result, and then it keeps spreading throughout um, over like like dozens and dozens of people in Hawkins to be part of this um, mind flare creature of some sort, where it's like they all melt and meld into this kind of cre- this um, creature, this which big ass creature, which I think might be the, the coolest design. The dream, ki- the dream creature, right? Yeah, this is the dream that uh, what's his name drew up. Well, that's the right. one they, they they call the mind flare. They, they yeah, mind, mind flare. Right? They, mind flare. A lot of that's what where the D and D connections always come up whenever uh, they um, reflect upon like what the game they were playing mm-hmm. and um, the creatures that they end up having to face. Yeah. You know. So um, so while that threat looms, obviously we're dealing with a lot of uh, relationship uh, drama within the kids. Well, they're not kids anymore, as teens. as Mike said. Tweens. They're preteens. Tweens. They're like 15 or 14 in real life, but they're like about to hit, they're like 8th grade, about to get into ninth grade probably. 12, 13? You know. 13? Which uh, is funny because they have some brief flashbacks of like the first season and it's like, whoa, they did grow up quick. They grew up big. Yeah. So. You know. I think that's why they I mean, try to hurry years. It's been four years. That is true. So. That is true. So um, obviously their voices got deeper as a result, obviously, of puberty. If there were 10, now they're 14. So. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it felt like then. And I, it's cool seeing them grow up. And it's a lot of it is just them, uh, you know, just dealing with, like, coming of age, like, relationship drama. It's puppy love, obviously. Kitty's girls. You know, and then with um, Eleven, uh, she and Mike have a bit of a fight because of Hopper. Hopper faked... You know, tell like faked outrage with Mike saying like, "Hey, look, um, it's best for you to stay away" or something like that, trying to keep her hit them separate. Yeah, he causes a tension between them. Yeah, it's it's all because of Hopper, really. It's he just wants to make. And that's sure. just Hopper trying to like manage this girl that's growing up and is getting to boys, and he's not ready for that because he's never had to do it before. Usually, that's yeah. where the mom steps in. It's just well, him. If he would have said, if he wouldn't have lied to her, not Hopper. Oh, what's the name of? Eleven. No, if if Choice? Billy, oh Billy, one of the light to eleven. No, not Billy. Mike. 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 Yeah. Yeah, but that's what teens do. If he wouldn't have lied to eleven, <laughs> a lot of it is misunderstanding and everything yeah. else, and like petty. That's how we are as we're little. We're, but that's, no, that's connect, how no communication. That's how relationships are, especially <laughs> at the beginning. But but that's how the story gets dragged on, right? Yeah. And it moves forward into them having to trust each other again mm-hmm. later on in the... Yeah, right. The trust is broken. Right. right. It's it's a lot of personal, like, issues within all the, t- the tweens and everything else. I mean, yeah, Dustin comes back. Yeah, Dustin comes back, and um, funny enough, for much of the season, Dustin is actually separate from his friends. I, I, I like that. I like the little, the little bunch of Dustin and... Um, Which, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that okay. in a bit. But, like, like we, we continue on with certain character dynamics... And even some new character dynamics that we haven't really seen yet. I mean, we 
Um, Eleven and Max didn't really have much interaction in season two because of the nature of that story. And they kind of felt like they were put against each other in season two. In season two, obviously, because she witnessed Max with uh, Mike. Yeah. You know, and she thought, obviously, oh, he already got a new girlfriend or something like He's that. He's moved on. He's moved on or whatever. But obviously, as a result, like, year, like after a couple months afterwards, they eventually became friends. It seemed like the... Is it on? All right. On Sorry about that. Uh, there was a bit of a glitch in regards to the recording, but we're going to continue on anyway, thank God. Uh, so, she ends up reuniting with, uh, with the group, obviously, after months, and... She probably wasn't that close initially with Max. I mean, they probably were friendly, but then eventually they got closer because Max saw like the thing with Mike and she said, "Oh, you know, you know what? Screw Mike. We're gonna go on. We'll, we'll have like some girl time. We're gonna go to the mall. You know, all that kind of fun stuff in the summer. You know, which which I liked. It was nice seeing like the, both of them like just being friends with each other yeah. and uh, having the dynamic. Well, uh, Mike has to deal with like his issues. I with, mean, Eleven never had a like a, girl. a girlfriend. Yeah, like. Truly, who understood her Mike. as a girl. Yeah. yeah, and the guys. So, yeah, and the guys. So, so it's it's a good combo that they created a like a different dynamic. Yeah, yeah, and then in the, in regards to Mike, he he's dealing with his own thing with Lucas and uh, Will. And Lucas, it's funny because he is technically like a Max's boyfriend, but he's also like. Very a bit of a like, dimwit, like, you know. Nah. <laughs> you yeah. like that friend that gives you um, relationship advice when yeah. he's bad at his relationship as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like are they they're together but not really. It's like they're on and off. It's kind of open. It's kind of not. But they like each other, so it's like whatever, you know. But poor Will. Will just wants to play Dungeons and Dragons. He doesn't like the fact that everyone's growing up it's a, so quickly. It's also like it's very. It, it got real. When when he had the conversation, I was like, "It's not my fault that you don't like girls." Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Really so it, it was like it was like, "Oh, oh, what what's there? happening?" <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where it's like uh, you. And we've all been there. Where it's and like you everybody. Understand, had... You understand what, where he's going because because he's not like he just he he's a kid, but at the same time he might not like girls. Well, it's, it could be that, but it also it's just like he's just not there yet. He he still feels like a kid because he's just not at that age where he's just. You also remember he's yeah. missed time because of the yeah because like, of the he's dealt with the most yeah. trauma of all of them so he hasn't really he wants had to a, stay small he wants to he hasn't really had enough friends. time to really think about like um that that part growing yet he just growing up to, at all he just he wants just to keep wants to be play, keep playing Dungeons yeah that's Dungeons. all he wants and he's scared that he's gonna lose his best friends over it you know so there's that yeah. um, let's briefly right. talk about you know like um. Uh, Nancy and Jonathan's part, like they're at Haw- Hawkins Post, and Nancy wants to be part of that staff. She wants to write, and Jonathan obviously is doing the photography for them there. She's just giving them coffee and everything else, even giving suggestions for stories. And of course, the staff is the worst in the world. You know, it's like. Uh, well, also, I feel like her part as a, as a, she wants to already be a, like like he was telling her in the show. He wants she already wants to be on the top spot and, and help bring stories in. When in reality, she's just starting out there. They're there to learn and to watch as an intern. Right. And she already wants to be thrown, like, be doing the stuff that, that she wants to do. She wants to be a big guy. Yeah, big shot. Reporter. Yeah, the big shot already, but, which, yeah, obviously. You, it fuels her because of no. what happened in season two, that she was part of the finding out with the, the conspiracy with the Barr. Conspiracy, yeah. You know. But, I mean, I, I, I get what they were trying to see. Like, I get what they were trying to show by, by uh, having her go through that that uh, 
for women at the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, of course. you know, and this is this is also for kids who were watching the show and are looking at it and they're like, oh, yeah. also it was like that back then, you know. Yeah, and, and she has it. Really sucked. Yeah, yeah, this, <laughs> but yeah, like if there's anything I would say, like um, this I I get it. They want us to hate the staff, but they go a little too far. It's a little too over the top, you know. I mean, I get it. It's it's stylized, but it's like, wow, is this is it really I mean, this? If, sexist? if you if you were, yeah, actually it was. Yeah, like pretty you, sure that you, guy that played out that Busey's son in, in the show. Yeah, he was very very like. Mean and like nasty. Slimy. I don't like it. Was him. slimy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh, there's a lot of sliminess in that staff. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. They were, it was very slimy in that staff and everything else. You know, and it causes a bit of a, a, a minor rift between Jonathan and Nancy as a result because you know, like t- it's typical like um, stuff like you're. He's trying to do thing. One Especially thing. when he calls her out. He's yeah. Like, you're not worried about stuff because you don't have to worry about it. Like. Yeah. I don't have that stuff. I need this job. Yeah, that's what I like about the show. Like, they always, like, even though all these characters are bits, are separate in their own way, when eventually, like, I'm even, like, when you put them, when you really see it, I saw someone describe, like, the adults are in a classic Spielberg movie, the teens are in a John Carpenter horror movie, and the kids are on a Stephen King movie. Like, um, that's, okay. I, I saw it somewhere where they said, yeah, like, that, yeah, that makes sense. And then when they bring them all together, it's like a, you know, like, it, it just kind of collides into some sort of thing. And we, we briefly touched upon like um, Hopper and um, Joyce. You know, they're they're part of the story. Like, um, they're 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 seeing something sketchy about Starcourt. You know, and you know the newly it, it elected all mayor. With the magnets. Oh yeah, the magnets. You know, because she noticed because she had the drawing of Bob. And nobody believes it. And yeah, magnets. You just think she's crazy off. because of everything that's going has been going on. Yeah, well, Joyce has been through the. The ringer. It, it was yeah. nice to see her not cry every single episode this time. You know, yeah. where I, yeah. when, I love Winona Ryder, but it was nice to see, like, she kind of gets, she pulls back a little bit this time around. It was nice to see her relax just a little bit because she has dealt with so much those first two seasons and seeing her here trying, even, she's still, like, on the run, obviously, trying to find something, what's going on, but, and she's still concerned, but it's nice to see her in a different scenario. And her and her dynamic with Hopper is, is always enjoyable to see. You know, it's like the typical odd couple kind of thing where it's like, like, um, what's the guy's name? The, the journalist? Uh, not the journalist. Um, like a brooding guy. Which one? The the, the guy the, oh, in Illinois? Yeah, the one that helps them out in the end. Uh, uh, Bauman. Bauman, yeah. I love that guy. Uh, when he, when he, that moment in one of the last episodes where he just calls them out, it's like, just get it on with it already. Just you take know? your, rip your clothes off. <laughs> yeah, like, obviously there's that tension there, because Hopper was stood up, basically, like, because he was waiting for her at the restaurant. What? What stood up when he said it's not a date? Uh, but it was so, like, they were meeting up. They made plans to meet up. He yeah, still wa- set him up. He wanted it to But not in that type of way, though. He didn't say it. Because if she would have known, then she, she wouldn't have stood him up. He wanted it she to turn into late. one. You know, but yeah, then he got mad. He goes home. He gets he drunk and everything else. You know, and then he gets passive aggressive with her. You know, as a result and all those things, and then it leads to this whole adventure in which they join with up with Bauman to undercover this mystery, and then of course they meet Alexi, this uh, Russian uh, operative who basically defects. They kidnap Alexi. They basically kidnap him, but they meet up. <laughs> they meet up with him, and he join. He unwittingly joins, sadly, on their adventure. Yeah. And we'll get into more and how they'll collect later. And then what I think is my favorite story of the whole show is the show, the story with Steve and Robin and Dustin. And um, what's Lucas's little sister's name again? Erica. Erica. 
You can't spell America without Erica, as she said. I find her <laughs> one of the most annoying characters in the oh, whole. In the whole I loved how you called her. But it works. But it works season. in that dynamic, though. Uh, it really works with the dynamic of like. I feel like they could have toned it down a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. with Dustin, like, and he calls her out on being a nerd. Yeah, it's like that got one it. One of my favorite it. scenes. You know, but like, but like we we go to Scoops Ahoy, which is the ice cream shop, because yeah. you know, Steve is trying. He he has a job there. He works with this old this classmate of his. Her name is Robin. You know, and um, which he initially thought she was still in school. Yeah, sure. It's like but she was in school. She's still. Well, she, they both graduated. They both graduated. No, 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 not her. She still has one more year left. Because they were in the same she class. Was, she was, was a. About. No, they had a same. They oh. had a class together. Okay, but it was a different. But grade. she was. Yeah, she was one year younger than oh, him. Okay. Perhaps. Okay. Okay. Perhaps. But she was a. She was still a senior, and he had just graduated, right? Maybe like something like, like you, that. Yeah. Like, don't don't uh, quote us on that. But um, <laughs> so like uh, they're they're working together at the ice cream shop. He's trying to get girls like get the girls through. Him. Nobody wants him. She's, you know, just keeping count of how many. Yeah, um, and he's excited when Dustin. Ex- yeah. <laughs> that, that was pretty funny. I really like her. I really yeah. like Robin. That was and, a good uh, character. Dustin comes back from camp, and you know, uh, Steve's excited because he's it's his little brother. Basically, I I love their dynamic so much. Their dynamic in season two was probably the best part of that season. Yeah. It was something nobody expected. They never expected something like that to happen, but it was such a sweet surprise. Steve, uh, and you, like he was the, the school bully in the first season. Because I didn't like him in the first season. No, he's like the they typical character around. Pretty dickish, you know? Like, well, he's at like, the end of the first season, he kind of turned around. Yeah, slowly, yeah. but then season two, season two, season two, season two, he becomes almost everyone's favorite character because yeah. he's yeah. just so lovable. It's and a redemption arc. It's perfect know? redemption arc, and in season three, he's probably the best he's ever been. You know, because uh, he he's continuing that whole big brother figure he is to Dustin, and even the other kids letting them sneak in to go see uh, what movie? Uh, uh, it was a that it was a horror movie. Night of Living Dead. No, it, it was uh, Day of the Dead. Which one? Day of the Dead. Day, Day of the Dead. Dead. Sneaking yeah. them in, you know, like to go see it early or whatever, like through the theater because there's a theater in the mall. And Back to the Future is also playing ne- next door because July third or July July fourth weekend was when that movie came out. And that movie plays a bit of a part in the later episodes, interestingly enough. Yeah. And, um, because it's 1985. And so, what I love about their story, though, is that, you know, Dustin's, I mean, I mean Lucas's little sister, she's really annoying, but she comes in, she wants free ice cream, she, so she could help uh, them out with whatever they're trying to find. And then all of a sudden, they get trapped, and then it turns into Tower of Terror. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what came to my oh, mind initially when the, the, when the elevator was going down. I was like, oh, I love Tower, Tower of Terror, Terror. <laughs> you know, and everything else. But, of all the sub stories before they all come back together in the end, that was absolutely my favorite one because it plays into that whole like adventure, like you know, teens and kids on an adventure, but also like them uncovering things and that whole se- sequence with Steve and Robin, like they're getting interrogated, basically getting themselves beat to a pulp. They get high, you know, as a result. I feel of like the- that would have been my favorite. Um- my, my favorite part of the season, but the one little girl just was so annoying. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I, I can't she was, you can't get over Erica. I felt, oh, no, I felt no. she was annoying enough, like where where it fit it was, okay with me. Okay, but her like, character had like some flaw. Like she was way too smart for her age. Okay, that's fine. Well, there's characters that's, like that in the movie. Yeah, in, yeah. In the past, no, know, I, so. I, I see. That, that's fine. But then she goes a little bit extra, like <laughs> the telling that's what I, like. I like that she gets extra. And, and, and I'm like, oh, all right, that's it not adds a personality that that kind of know, spices just, up the maybe, dynamic. I like, I, I really liked Erica actually. I really liked her. And um, seeing those four, because she she thought, okay, I'm just gonna get this done. I'm gonna go to my friends for tonight. But then she gets trapped with them, you know. And they they 
she and Dustin have to find a way to get Steve and Robin back. And when they try to help them after they got beaten to a pulp, you know, Steve and Robin have some of the best scenes in the whole season together, I'd Random say. Scene. Oh, yeah, we'll get into that in a bit. But, like, th- their friendship and their dynamic, because you go in thinking, oh, they're going to get end up together, right? You, everyone thought that initially. Because they had a good... <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> they had great chemistry. Like, um, they, they're both attractive, obviously. You, you like them together. And if, if I wouldn't mind if they went that route, but I, I do like that they kind of they surprised mean, us yeah. a bit. And they did it in a way where it made sense. It wasn't like, hey, see, look, she's... On oh, the way she explained it. And yeah, it was. it's it. realistic. It's actually really well mm-hmm. done. Yeah. And it's. it does it in a way where it's like, it's not gimmicky. It's like, it, it is what it is. Like and It wasn't forced. No, like, that's the, that's the thing. People who um, complain for the wrong reasons about stuff like that, forget about them. But I understand complaints when they try to do it for points. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I hate it when people try to... Um, bring um, certain uh, characters like for representation to make a point rather than to tell a good story. Yeah. Making it organic. I felt it was organic to yeah. the story. It didn't distract at all. You know what you I know. didn't feel it was organic? What? All the, all the, um, all the uh, in ads they had, like the Coke. <laughs> new the Coke. New Coke. Oh, yeah, Coke. Have you guys ever tried so, new Coke? I mean, no, I, I wasn't um, alive during that time. You're a little older than us. Yeah. So maybe have you? No, you know what I tried was what? clear Pepsi, Crystal Pepsi, Cl- Crystal, ah, Pepsi. I Crystal Pepsi. I've tried. Well, I've tried it, it when like they had Pepsi, it briefly, but it was weird. It's clear. It's but all yeah, that yeah, is. I didn't. I didn't try that one. Um, you know, like but, New Coke was had, a big thing. In this they had one. New Coke. They had Seven Eleven. They had Back to the they Future. They had Radio Shack. <laughs> well, Radio Shack Still. was there previously. Yeah, it was there the, previously the, in, the, the, in there. But it, Stranger, let's go. Stranger Things. Yeah, Burger King. Yeah, yeah Seven Eleven. Oh. Like the whole thing with Alexi, though. Like with the, like, he just wants to get a slushy, a cherry slushy, slushy not cherry, strawberry. Not strawberry, cherry. You know? That was that was pretty Go cool. Ahead. That was oh, sure. that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. just trying to uh, reset the thing right here. You know, I'm gonna have to take care of something real quick. But anyways, <laughs> um, we'll continue on a little bit though. Like with um, that story with Alexi and um, Hopper and Joyce and Bauman. You know, I really liked uh, what they were trying to go from there. I mean, sure, it's like, we get it. Like, there's an attraction that Joyce and Hopper have together. But yeah. I do like I do like when they team up with Bauman, though. Because we see, we see Bauman in season two yeah. with, uh, with um, Jonathan and uh, Nancy. But seeing, that, seeing him with uh, the two main with adults... Hopper and Alexi? Yeah, I really, I really like that dynamic. And I hope... That um, Bauman. Oh yeah. I hope Bauman ends up in the main cast next season because he's a recurring cast member but, still. But did he? Because he was like, oh, they blew my cover. But did he survive? Yeah. They all. He survived. Well, he survives. Yeah. But um, that brings us up, like, cause Alexi, like, he's <laughs> that. I love seeing all those jokes online about Alexi, especially the screen cap where he said, "I know he doesn't look like it, but he's one of the most dangerous men on earth, and he's just sipping his ice <laughs> or his Slurpee, <laughs> those and everything memes, else." Uh, strawberry you know. Slurpee. Yeah. No, this is strawberry. I want cherry. I actually um, thought he was gonna leave when I. When especially how Bauman. Especially how Bauman is like the translator, and he, Bauman's like so patriotic. He's like, I hate mm-hmm. the Russians. No, like they're our enemy, our biggest he'd be, geopolitical. He befriends the the Russian. Yeah, and then they become friends and everything else, you know. And then when in the second to last episode, that was what it was, right? The second to last. I didn't say yeah. the, the they're at, scene. Yeah, they're at the carnival, you know. And Mayor, oh, who's played by Carrie Elways, the mayor, Mayor Klein, which was cool to see him there. You know, I always think of Princess Bride whenever mm-hmm. I see Carrie Elways. Um, obviously, the mayor is sketch. Like you could tell immediately, he's he's a sketchy mayor, and he has some ties. 
you know, to like, um, you know, with, with, to the Russians, to the Russians and everything else. Huh? How interesting. Mm-hmm. How timely. Good, that, was a, that was a pretty good plot. <laughs> did you man. guys? Did you guys notice, by the way, at the carnival, you saw like uh, the mayor's sign? It had the same font and the same color scheme as Trump's sign when he's on the camp. camp. Look it up. It's like, yeah, look at that again. Really, you have to watch it's like, it. wow, you really... It's so obvious. You know what? Yeah. It's so what? obvious. Now that I think about it, yes. Yes, so, it was. It's so funny, though. Sorry to get a little political there, but it's, it's, it's pretty funny that that is, is the case. <laughs> it is the case, you know, like you have all the ties in there with the rush. It's 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 hard not to unsee that, but it's it's pretty funny. But like another thing with Hopper's part of the story is that there is this basic Terminator guy, like uh, Ooh, who's yeah. basically chasing after them. Like, he they literally called him out as Terminator. He's too, literally man. a Terminator. Wait, who called him out? Was, um, I don't remember. Uh, somebody called him out. Oh. That's, that's I forgot who, but it, it's, he's literally a Terminator, yeah. and he's out trying to get them, you know, on the way. Same thing, same thing, the, the way he moves thing. around, like, he he has, like, elements of both Arnold Schwarzenegger and even a bit of Dolph Lundgren even the look. in him. You know, just the stoic, you know, like, even his outfit is, mm-hmm. like, you're, you're Terminator, you know, so he's off, out chasing. And um, I kind of find it funny, though, because when they find the Russian base or whatever, like, they're shooting at them with machine guns, and it's like, I'm sorry, they're dead, okay? How, how can you dodge those bullets so quickly? You know? No, like, they can't, yeah. bro. You know, it's like a the Matrix the, thing. It's <laughs> a Matrix thing, sure, or whatever. But, like, um, I bring up Alexi, because Alexi is the Barb and the Bob of this season, kind of. You know, like, um, there's always, like, a new character or, or character that appears... They always in, make you love him, and then... Th- bah, that appears for one season. away from you. And, and you, he's just lovable, and... <laughs> It's what I love about Alexi is that even Bauman starts to really like him. Like they become friendly. You know, he tells him how the carnival games are all rigged, and uh, and Alexi goes plays one of those games. He like the bubble popping he game. Won. He wins Woody Woodpecker. Yeah, and Bauman he went from the Bauman, previous thing. He loved Woody Woodpecker. Yeah, and Bauman laughs about ha 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 ha. You know, Woody Woodpecker's laugh, and then poor poor Alexi. <laughs> Poor it's, Alexi. It's killed. It all would have worked out. They would have just stayed in the car. That's all, you know, but yeah, people, ha- there has to be some blood, you know, during Stranger Things. Someone has to die innocently, sadly, mm-hmm. and it had to be Alexi. Rest in peace, Alexi. Say hi to Barb and Bob for us. Uh, but so Alexi was, that, that's what happened to Alexi, you know, and then obviously um, the kids and um, Nancy and Jonathan, they end up reuniting. Uh, together near the hospital, I believe, or not at the hospital. No. Before the hospital, they they reunited yeah. because they realized the oncoming threat that's coming because they found that Billy is not acting right and yeah. ends up missing again. Well, well, uh, Eleven has that. She goes in, right? She goes into yeah. the the whole thing with Billy, and um, she sees uh, his inner yes. inner thoughts. And- yes, which I I had a feeling that the season was going to explore more of Billy's past as a result of like. Because Billy was one of the most criticized elements of season two. Well, yeah. he kind of went a little bit in season two, right? When they show him his dad kind of... His dad's abusive. abusive. You know, like explored more of it towards... Um, yeah, a little bit three. towards the end of season two, but um, it was still a little underwritten mm-hmm. in some ways. Well, here we finally get a chance to see why Billy is the way that he is. Because yeah. he's know. a womanizer because his mom left him. Because his dad's a... Uh, mommy and daddy issues. Yeah. Yeah, he has mom issues because his mom left. Yeah. You know, and um, when we see that whole thing, when Eleven sees it, it's like, oh, of course... She's going to be empathetic towards him because describing her as a beautiful woman and everything else. But it's not Billy anymore. Yeah, and then he grows up to be just a cynical... He's sad. He's really sad, but he masks it with his own masculinity in a lot of ways, which is pretty... Over masculinity. Yeah. I thought he was going to be gay in season two. (laughs) I I thought he was gay. Yeah, I had a feeling... Because it was the hair? 
Yeah, <laughs> everything. Maybe, but like, like but like, like, um, it, it leads to like, um, they go to the hospital and the creature is there and it's like scary. And I, I, I think they really nailed the creature design there and the way that th- it unleashed its threats around. And when Eleven uses her powers to like force it around and off, well, I was, like, that was cheering. a tricky one because like, I didn't think it was gonna. Because when they kill off the two characters that the flayed, flayed the, yeah, the yeah. two journalists. <laughs> And they took combined into one little slimy kind of bony. Right. Ooh, that was disgusting. I really like. I really like how they do that, where they all melt mm-hmm. and everything else. And you know, become one. They become one. It's it's reflective of what that monster is. You know, it's like it's. It's all the fears. It's all the yeah. It's all the fears that amplifies that, and it uses it as a means to get more people in, to get even bigger and more threatening. So when it looms, when you see. Uh, them at the carnival and you know it's coming it's like oh what's gonna happen you know it's like i mean you know something's gonna be resolved in some way but it's just a matter of the execution and it's just the characters that really drive it so um you know uh they reunite together and they they they're in the hospital and they go back to the mall they end up reuniting with uh dustin and and steve and i think they went back to the house before before they went to the mall oh right back to the cabin oh yeah because that's when she went to like put the the bandana on. Oh yeah, so they could try to take to care find of where, that. Where 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 Billy was the main where the main place was where Billy oh, was yeah. sitting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, and that's the when garage. she saw the jeans with the mom and everything. The car right, garage. right. Yeah. yeah, that whole thing with the the, the powers that she used there. Yeah. She she sensed that, and then so there's that, and then they and all end up mind big as the big mind flare showed up. Yes, and then so we're gonna rush back so to the part where they get back to Starcourt, yeah. where um, they all that's where all the characters like all yeah. the main stories. That's where it gets exciting because when that's what I love about those kinds of stories where it follows different groups, because you're always waiting for the moment where they finally get They're together. All tied together, where every everyone's adventures tied together. Where yeah, that's that's what people that's yeah. why people like about those ensemble casts mm-hmm. where um, you have different stories here and there. When they get together, it's like whoa, I know your history yeah. or what you've been through and what you guys been through. It's now like, tell each other. Now now <laughs> what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do here and everything else? And um. It's the Spider-Man moment. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah. They pointed at each other. Yeah, or it's like, <laughs> it's like that Endgame moment where all the Avengers are there. Or like Game of Thrones with the Battle of Winterfell, they're all there. No, but, so it's like, everybody's just there. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, they get together, they're trying to see what they're going to do. They all know Eleven, for the most part, they all know that Eleven is special. Like, some of them have history with her. So well, well, we can't forget, by the end, Eleven's injured. Oh yeah, she has that thing. Well, that scene where they had to, she had to try to remove it, and yeah, you know Jonathan they, gets the knife. Okay. I was like, it was like a tremor sting. You guys know tremors? Where he <laughs> grabbed her leg. I cringed so much at that scene. I was like, whoa, they really are pushing it here. This is like, okay, she really got an infection from that, so um, they're gonna chop her leg off next. Season. <laughs> have, yeah, the next season she's gonna have she's gonna no, you know what? Amputate. I, yeah, no, you know what? I think next season she might have remis- reminiscence of that. Yeah, because that thing got into. Well, her. we'll speculate on next season after we conclude with like the last okay, I'll episode up. <laughs> but like so we're in the last episode now so um this is where all the action the big action happens you know lucas and um will they find these fireworks at the grocery store they kind of steal the fireworks you know the moment they see the fireworks and max is like yeah. why do you need those fireworks like, oh they're gonna use it yeah, I, like, I like how i like how he goes <laughs> He talks about them? You get four of them together and you're making well, Speaking of commercials, four. by the way, how about that moment where Lucas is drinking new Coke and everybody else is like saying, it sucks, why you like that? Yeah. Why it's do like, you it's like so it? awesome. <laughs> you know, that's the thing, if you guys don't know about new Coke, new Coke, back in the 80s, when it was released, 
it was the new formula for Coke, but the reason why people didn't like it was because when they think of Coke, they want the familiarity. Oh, but they got, they, they got rid of the old it classic was, one. It was exactly the same thing. It was just a gimmick, <laughs> and people just didn't, didn't feel like it was Well, have same. you tried new Coke? No. To be yeah. fair, like, from what I've, from what I've <laughs> heard, people said it just tastes like Pepsi. But, it, uh, like, I'm telling you, it was the same thing. Pepsi and Coke are the exact yeah. same ingredients. Kind but of, people you know, have, but, but people have this concept. I don't, know, I don't know about you, but I do. I can tell what's a Coke and what's a okay, Pepsi. Okay, so let's do this. Okay, so Next time we see each other, we'll get a Pepsi <laughs> and a Coke, pour them out, you know, then we'll give them to you. We'll gonna, you know which one is which. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I came close to buying or ordering new Coke just for us to taste it, you know, but it's like 20 bucks if you oh, wanted to no. get the, the special Stranger Things pack, and it would have taken a few days to get it delivered. And it's like, do I really want to pay 20 bucks for Coke and two cans of new Coke? No, I'm, I don't need to. <laughs> You know, we were gonna do a live taste test and everything well, else. Uh, let me tell you something. Like, like when I lived in Mexico. Sorry, we're digressing about Coke. <laughs> okay, so so just 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 quick, real quick. Yeah. Just when I lived in Mexico, Coke tasted different than when I lived here. Like the Coke here. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it was the it was because it, there it was made with actual sugar. sugar. Yeah. And here it wasn't. It was made with corn syrup. So it's basically the same thing, and it and, but it was the same product. It was the same ingredients, right? Right. So it, that's that's the difference. Of the, that, that you find in those things, but it's exactly the same thing. And I'm thinking, like, new Coke was probably the same. They probably just changed maybe one or two things. Yeah, that's it's it's maybe, funny, though, maybe. that Lucas... <laughs> they just changed the name. That's all they changed. That's really, that was the one or two yeah. things. <laughs> it's really funny, though, that Lucas was comparing it to, like, The Thing, you know, from the 80s, and the re- it was a remake, and the remake of The Thing, not the one that came out a couple years ago, but... John Carpenter's The Thing, which came out in the 80s, that's actually a remake of an older movie, you yeah. know, and people yeah. consider that one to be superior, you know, so it's, but it's kind of funny we're that talking he... talking about remakes of remakes in an era where we're making Stranger remakes. Things <laughs> is a remake, kind of, but what I like of Stranger Things is even though it is absolutely a tribute to those, that era, it also has a lot of iconography that I think if it came out in that era, mm-hmm. we would be paying tribute to that, uh, you know, so that's what I like. So. That. Like, we have the big climax, obviously, in the final episode of the season. You know, um, they, t- uh, Dustin and the gang, they tell uh, Hopper, hey, um, you're screwed if you go down there. Like, um, we, we, s- there. we lucked out because we're kids, because they don't want to kill us off yet. <laughs> so, uh, we're, but um, we're going to give you a walkie-talkie, obviously, to make sure. They end up going to uh, the place where he sets up this radio. At the hill. Yeah, where we saw in the first episode he was setting it up because to he had a... To Susie Boo. To Susie Boo. <laughs> and Dusty Button. <laughs> and um, obviously his friends don't believe him. I didn't believe him either. <laughs> <laughs> and she's from Utah, you know. And then obviously we cut she to... She was a Mormon. Yeah, of course. Of course. We, we, cut to, we cut to her in U- Utah. I was like, oh, of course, it's Susie, right? We get to meet his girlfriend. Finally. And she's like, why? You haven't been calling me for a few days now. Where Susie are you? Poo. And everything else. So everybody is off trying to survive, you know. And uh, she refuses to help unless they start singing together their song. Uh, the reason he called her was because they needed uh, the code. The code that they needed playing to constant. Yeah. And the guy thought he knew it, but he didn't know it. So the only person who actually knew it was like <laughs> thousands of miles away in Utah. Susie Poo and Dusty Bun. I'm sorry. Like, that's the most adorable, like, uh, Susie Poo. But the best part was the song. The never-ending story, which um, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I've never seen Me the never-ending story. It's one really? of my blind spots. It's Well, when, it was a lot more... Exciting when I was a kid, but now I know oh there's a God. sad scene with a horse sinking in the yeah. Oh man, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, I don't yeah, but they start singing the theme song. But I love how everybody around them is like, "What the heck?" 
<laughs> like what, what's going on you know yeah and then she gives them the code which they use you know and the terminator comes back to fight with hopper and everything else you know as joyce's hopper wins hopper wins he's like i'll see you in hell you know and uh, i this is another tangent by the way um uh, i listened to this commentary from this YouTube channel called Pretty Much It, and um, they were joking throughout the whole season because they did commentaries on each episode that because um, David Harbour played Hellboy recently, <laughs> so they kept joking about how he's Hellboy. And when he said, "I'll see you in Hell," they started bursting out into crazy laughter because they couldn't <laughs> I believe got that it. Reference. I'm like, oh my they god! They couldn't believe it, you know, because they were just joking about it the whole time. So um, there's that with Hopper, but then let's go back quickly with um, Billy because Billy. His th- the threat of like the monsters there and everything else, but Eleven knows the way to stop it. Uh, sorry out. if you sorry if you hear sounds in the background. There's just a, a little thing, but they come out of um, they come out of the mall right to get in the car, and yeah. then Billy's there, right? Yes. And then uh, he tries to run him up. No, he just tries. Yeah, he just, like, he almost does. Like he gets his car, and then he's gonna about to try to hit them or whatever. And then another car comes in with a Steve. You know, so yeah. Well, what was the name of the the car? <laughs> the, the, the oh yeah, like they the, stole that guy's car. Yeah, remember? they stole that guy's car from <laughs> yeah, the Seven Eleven. Like yeah, they hijacked that it? guy's car. Oh, was it a Pontiac or something like that? No, no, it was. Uh, it had a weird license plate on it, and yeah, oh, I forget. It's it's been a week since I've seen I, the whole was, thing, but it was so. pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah, but yeah, it was pretty funny, and then all of that coalesces into like the big finale where everybody's trying to kill this monster. You know, they're using the fireworks on the monster, even slingshots and everything else. And then, um, of course, Eleven has that last confrontation with Billy, and then she she brings up, you know, like I I saw your mom. You know, she was pretty, and everything else. And then, and then like the actual Billy came out. It wasn't like and then the true Billy. Yeah, like, the true Billy came out. He was just a kid who he was just, still in there. He, he like you know he was from California. You know he he loved to surf and everything else. And he, but all we saw all that happen. You know his he past. Sacrificed himself. Yeah, he sacrificed himself. And Max is heartbroken over it. She realizes like. Because she probably knew a sense like he had a past that he just didn't want to admit or yeah. showcase as a result. Because they weren't close. Really. Yeah, she still had the brother. Did your brother? Yeah, it was like a brother. But. You know, she, he ends up sacrificing himself. Because at first she was in denial that he was a yeah. mind flayer. It's basically like you know how like in many monster movies or other things where it's like maybe we can't stop it, but the only way for it to stop is to stop itself. You know, so to let it be its own threat. Mm-hmm. So the way Billy does it is that he just let. He just sacrifices himself to stop the threat. But as a result, when um, Dustin yells, we need to close the portal now, unfortunately for um, Hopper, he's outside, and he says, Joy, tells Joyce, who's on the other side, hey, just close it, it's okay, because even though when she closes it, he's going to be gone as a result. So all the threats happen, Billy ends up sacrificing himself, and... It looks like Hopper sacrificed yeah, himself. Because it looks like everybody else is burning, right? Or they burn or they incinerate. Yeah, everyone yeah, seems to be incinerated. We we'll, we'll get back to that yeah. in, in, in a bit. But, like, he's gone. And then it seems like all is okay. And then everyone comes out, out of the mall. Well, like, they barely survive. You know, like, um, that was the Battle of Starcourt. You know, and um, they all reunite. But then when Eleven realizes Hopper's not there, when she looks at uh, Joyce real quick, oh man, it's like, uh, like for a moment, like I felt it. You know, like yeah, and everything else. I was, I was like, oh my goodness, it actually happened. I, that was emotional. That's that's mm-hmm. the greatness of the show. I think is that even though a lot of the tropes we see from those movies and stories that it pays tribute to are throughout that series, 
it's like remixing it in a way to make it its own because those characters are just so good. Yeah, any show, yeah. any show that could draw emotions from you is it's a really good. That's show. the strength of any good show is like, are the characters great? Can I attach myself to these characters? And I can safely say that, basically, almost all of them, I'm like, I could, I like them. With like I, I have a connection with them. Those Duffer Brothers know how to write these characters, and they said. They want to end the show at either four or five seasons. Well, they want to end it before they get big enough because they want to keep it as a kid, as a teen. Yeah, I feel like shit. this could have been the end. Yeah, yeah I, it felt this, like it. This, this could have been like it. But um, I I'm okay. I would have been okay if this was the final season. But at the same time, it's like they said four. Or, they they already know how the show is going yeah. to end. It's going to either be four or five, which I'm okay with. I'd actually I'm okay with one more. Yeah, yeah. I especially with how it ends. So. Yeah. We we hooked it three months later, you know, Hawkins. You know, you know what it is, right? Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna make it into two seasons and they're gonna make it a, a, a six episode a, a finale. Six episode finale. <laughs> Everyone's gonna and you know it. you know who's gonna be in the throne? <laughs> Mother brand's gonna be in the no, it's gonna be throne. It's gonna brand. Be, no, brand. It's gonna be no, it's gonna be brand. It's gonna be brand. We're all everybody's gonna be mad. It's gonna be brand. Why did you think I came all this way? <laughs> Like, but no, but for real, like, it's three, three months later, and, uh, you know, uh, Steve and uh, Robin are looking for a new job. They see family video. Video store. You know, video store. And, like, one of the people who was there interviewing them was an old classmate of theirs. And he hates, he hates Steve because Steve he was, was a, bully. a bully. And he asks Steve his favorite movies. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, and Steve, <laughs> what does he say? He says, uh, uh, Star Wars, uh, uh, the uh, one uh, where Orkies? the guy's trying to blame his mom, to bang his mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that was Back to the Future. You know, but, like, um... And then like Robin orcs. talks about how Steve should have a job there regardless because he brings the girls. He brings all the girls in, and she references how the all the girls are, like are so hot and everything else. We sold so much ice cream because of him. So there's that. And then uh, a little sad on a sadder note, you know, um, uh, Joyce, Jonathan, Will, and they basically Eleven. adopt Eleven, and they have to move out because of what happened. Wait, you John, 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 yeah, I was surprised John Jonathan because I thought he graduated. I thought he yeah, was but um, he can't afford. I don't think he can family, afford yeah. to do anything, so yeah. he has to leave uh, with the with his mom and yeah. So he has to say goodbye to Nancy. But you know, did, like I didn't get what they didn't say where they were going. They were. No, they didn't I forget. Say I forget where they were going. Did but they they're, they're moving. The, they say they were moving. He she talked about yeah. it with Hopper yeah. that she was gonna yeah. move. But they never say where to or I forget or, where specifically. If 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 they did say where, but. It leads to this really emotional moment yeah. where um, she finds this letter. letter. And that whole letter scene, almost, I, I started tearing up when I saw it because yeah. it, it, it just handles that, uh, it handles the emotional element so well because we knew Hopper was just trying to be a good, he's just trying to be a dad. He's just yeah. trying to be he's nice to be about it. And um, when we read what he would have said, or like the speech he was gonna give in a way, but Should how have been much the speech he gave in the first place? Yeah, and how he really cared about her. I mean, here in his voice, even though it appears he's gone, he he just passed and everything else. Like that whole emotional whirlwind, I fully bought into it, and I was like, man, they really nailed it here, you know. And it feels fi finite, but you know, there's gonna be more. Obviously, and there's that. So it ends in a very touching note, but then we get a quick uh, mid-credit scene, if you will, which takes us back to Russia, right? Is that Russia? Yeah. And then we hear, it's like, come on, we have to get take care of this. No, wait, not, not, not the American. No, like... They don't show us got, the American. You gotta feed the... Gotta feed uh, the... The, cre uh, the, the creature? Yeah, the creature they, they find. Something like that. But they but, go like, no, we're not gonna use the American. And it's like, that's Hopper. That has to be Hopper, right? It has to be, right? Because even though um, we don't see him there, 
Like he could. What are they measuring? And also, it makes kind of it kind of makes sense that he's like he's, still out there. You know, he didn't really die. I yeah, because when they, when the, the Americans because remember they the, said there was two keys. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the other right, right. they couldn't open it from that end. So maybe with with that, with this with a flat with the explosion, maybe it sent no, it through that portal. No, no, no. Because no. remember when the Americans got down there to after uh after the battle of uh Starcourt. Yeah. yeah. The Americans got down there. There was nothing. Mm-hmm. Everything was gone. Mm-hmm. Right. So there was no bodies, no nothing either. So they have taken. They took them. Mm. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I was wondering, like, where are all the Russians at? They don't tell us, obviously, <laughs> yeah. but it, it's Hopper. That, that, that has yeah. to be Hopper, the American. I and mean, then, it's it's up it's up in the air, but unless it, you're trying yeah, to bring another like, character. But. Yeah, well, there will obviously be new characters. Yeah, it, I mean, it'll be a the mayor got arrested. and Everything else, yeah, but he'll probably still have like a minor role in the next season, maybe. I don't know, you know? if Hopper would be the same Hopper. Pro- it's probably going to be something like that. Maybe he has amnesia. They're probably going to do that thing. <laughs> he has amnesia or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, but, but like, he, he might have been disfigured. So so that was basically the plot of Stranger Things 3 overall. I'd say, I, honestly, I think this is up there with the first season in terms of just quality. I think the pacing was really on point. Uh, I felt that um, the way that they really played onto the strengths of each individual character as well as their dynamic with each other, they really did it. I think they realized that they were trying to expand it last season with that extra episode but they didn't they realized the audience and critics just weren't feeling it so they just kind of abandoned that element and um decided to just kind of do what they know are the strengths of the show and focusing on the characters themselves yeah i think they, yeah. they took the time they took the time to make this season right like how they wanted to make it yeah and now how it, like the season before i feel i feel like it was rushed at times and i feel like the elements that were in the first season were kind of used again in the second season kind of a retread a little bit yeah a little yeah i, I could see that although yeah. i do like there was always one scene in season two that i felt was a, a bit of a jab at the critics of the sh- first season where max is being told by lucas what happened in season one and she um. talks about how I, I liked it but i felt it was derivative in a lot of ways i think it should have been more original <laughs> which was basically what critics said about the first season you know like i, I actually still like season two with, with the exception of that one episode and a few elements. But season three, I, like I said, I think it really... It showcases some of the strengths that the show has already had. Yeah. And this, I feel like this season they touch more on, on certain elements of, yeah. of that are happening right now. And, uh, and, the, and at that time, there were... It's, we're repeating history at yeah, this moment. It's, basically it is what it is. History, but at the time, they were more obscure. Like, you wouldn't talk about them. You, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't say, like... You wouldn't... But now... It's now that we're 2019 and we're woke. Quote unquote woke. <laughs> Quote unquote. We're, not, we're not fully there. Have you seen those tweets this week? Oh, God. <laughs> Let's try not to get that's into like, that. That's, that's, but, yeah. that's exactly what I'm saying. That's why they touch on those points so that yeah. like, people that are watching this, like, okay. Yeah, it's just, it's just kind of funny how you we're know? repeating ourselves in a lot of ways, like repeating that era and our nostalgia for that era, but also we what. can't learn. The socio-political well, the era of that time been as well. Yeah. Well, nostalgia yeah, has been because that that era changed a lot in America. I'd say pop culture of this decade has mostly been dominated by nostalgia, mm, yeah. like nostalgia for the '80s, and it looks like we're trying to get into the '90s. These days are kind of a mix of both overall, yeah. which is it can I, I I know it gets a bad rap. I still really have a lot of love because a lot of my favorite movies came out in the '80s. Like a lot 80s. of my favorite movies of all time came out yeah. in that era, so I don't mind seeing a lot of that kind of having a resurgence over the 2010s you know but uh Amanda, what did you think overall like of the season compared to the previous that, ones I thought this one was above head and shoulders above the second one. oh yeah i'd agree i think everyone would agree with yeah. that and um 
Season really? one was more simple, I think, yeah. but season three, like I said, we know these characters, we're attached to them. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, I just love the summer setting. In season two, they give know? us more of what we love from the second season. Yes. Specifically the whole, because my favorite thing about the third season was the whole Dustin and Steve, and Steve dynamic, and now they added more to that. Yeah, and, it made and now Robin's so kind better. of a part yeah. of that too, you know. And I love I, I love the whole the Steve and, and Robin thing. The by friendship. The end, by the yeah. end, the friendship, by, especially by the end of the, of, of the third season, yeah. it's like... Uh, the, the connection is just really good. The best friends there yeah. now. So like brief predictions in terms of like what they'll they'll go next. Obviously it'll be like eighty six. You know we'll probably get a sense of like I mean they moved out of Hawkins. You know like I'm Joyce and them and um, Eleven. They all moved out of Hawkins. See how how they bring them back to Hawkins. Oh, honestly, doesn't want to come back. Honestly, everyone's lives would be so much better if they just left that town. Yeah, <laughs> that town is cursed. Okay, like leave Hawkins. Just leave. Go back. Like you know um. I thought one of the funny parts about season three was yeah. the dynamic where Joyce says, oh, I really care about my kids. I love my kids. Right. And then yeah, yeah. she never knows where her kids are at. It's basically like that's all. The, that's all how all the parents are in that in that town. That's that's well, that's indicative of like yeah. 1980s kids adventure movies where it's like the kids are on their own adventure and the adults are oblivious to whatever's going yeah. on. Like kids are nearly dying and they're like they come home and it's like, hey, how was how was your day today? Oh, I'm just hanging out with my friends. Yeah. That's all, you know. But the, anyways, like. That was Stranger Things three. Uh, we I all, like, for the most part, really enjoyed it. I like that um, um, Steve actually got to kick somebody's ass instead of just getting his ass kicked. Well, he still got his ass kicked. <laughs> he still got his ass kicked. I mean, but, it's not it's not Stranger Things if Steve doesn't yeah, nearly die. Uh, but at least he won one fight. Uh, and least, the part when he says, "You won a fight!" Finally, everyone was cheering. In he that did moment, have a, a black hat mo- like most of the second uh, half of the season, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but like, I think it's safe to say though, like, um, Steve. I, I think Steve's arc overall within all these three seasons is probably the high point of the show because it's, he was the 1980s typical villain. You hate him. And then all of a sudden he becomes the sweetheart and everybody loves him because he's just he's just a guy who's like trying to find himself still. And, yeah, but uh, then he's still that same kid from high school. He was still looking at Robin just like yeah. classifying her as, oh, well, she's a bank but I can't be with yeah, the bank. Yeah, and then he started to get and attracted to her. Towards the end of the movie, he's like, okay, well, now I'm looking past the bank. And now he's starting to get attracted to her, but then yeah. he's like, no, no, no it's not going to happen. Work. Oh, yeah, because you know. she was gay. Yeah, so it's, it is what it is, but it's like it's a nice it's friendship. It's not going to work at all. <laughs> it's a nice friendship, though, where it's yeah. like, uh, like I said, I like how yeah. organic it felt and how it didn't feel like, oh, see, look, we're woke here. It's like, hey, it, it's, it's, it is what it is, and it feels realistic, yeah. you know. But overall, like, the se- season three, I thought was really strong. Um. I, part of me kind of wishes it's, it was the last season because of how it ends. It really ends touchingly and yeah. really heartfelt. She loses her powers yeah. and she kind of becomes a normal person. But um, I I would prefer season four to be the last. I wouldn't be opposed to there being a five-season arc, but I kind of hope season four is the last. I'm telling you, only if Bran becomes games. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger Thrones. They're losing that kid dynamic. They're getting older. They're getting, yeah, they're getting older. They can't really do too. You much can't seasons. keep them all. Like it, they're kind of going the Harry only, Potter. Only if this. they go. Yeah. If, only if they go the whole like two seasons back to back. They'll probably have like mm-hmm. the final episode will probably be an epilogue. It'll be like it with chapter two where yeah, we maybe, see them maybe, as adults. Maybe fits. Maybe fits. Uh, they'll film uh, like they'll film like Avengers back to back. So we'll see maybe, them in modern day. Maybe instead of like an eight episode or maybe it's like a twelve episode. Well, I kind of like the eight episode thing because it it really does. That's the thing with some seasons of TV shows where if it's thirteen episodes, sure you get a lot of content out of it. Some of them are twenty three. Yeah, get dragged out like a lot of those network TV shows. The thing is, is that 
I like it when it's concise and compact because it still feels larger than life. It really also you could watch it in that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's such a fast binge it watch. Will, it take you I was kind of sad though. I'm like, man, it's over. Yeah, it was so. That's. I think that was the strength of the season. The season was like the pacing was on point yeah. almost all the way. You know where it's like it hits. Mm-hmm. Like and, that's why it's so easy. To go and none them. of those story like maybe some stories are more exciting than others, but they all fit well. And you're like, yeah, I needed to see what's going on here and all that. So, like I said, that's why I love when they get together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was Stranger Things 3. Um, that was our thoughts on it. We all really enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah. Before we close, I'm just going to ask um, Ar- Armando, uh, is there anything you wanted to plug before we take off? No, I'm good, man. I'm just enjoying my, enjoying my summer before I go back to school. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, you and me. You and me, we have another semester. And uh, Jorge. Jorge does. Yeah. Yeah, and you too, Jorge. Uh, yeah, anything we'll you wanted there. to plug? We'll, we'll be our, uh, yours and mine's uh, last semester. Yeah, it will be. Oh, wow. um, yeah, I'm still working on that. Uh, working on the de- the last details on my uh, sports sports podcast. You know the the loudest bark. But Stay tuned for the loudest bark, everybody. You of course, you know you are. <laughs> you have any baseball thoughts at the moment or anything? Baseball, nah, man. I'm I'm just getting ready for football, man. You're getting ready for football yeah, season. Yeah, it's, it's after um like. Like, I saw you, weren't, start, you, weren't you and Marco at a soccer game recently? Yes, we yeah. went to the F- uh, Fresno, F- Fresno FC. Shout out uh, to Marco, Marco yeah, Rosas, a friend of ours. <laughs> we went to the Fresno Potential FC. Potential guest. <laughs> and the game, they, they won. It was it was pretty fun, actually. I went with the supporters um, that were yelling stuff. Um, right. And they were banging on the drums and the trumpets, and it was pretty cool. Like, nice. I mean, I've been to soccer games before, but not to like a local local games but yes. it was good well anyways uh, I want to thank you guys both for appearing this week we actually were going to have another friend of ours appear but unfortunately she couldn't make it but we wanted to wish our friend Jaleez uh, our best well wishes to her right now but we love yeah. you Jaleez. Jaleez wish you were here yeah we wish, wish you were here Jaleez here. shout out to Jaleez uh, Lamb and um, with that in mind I am Noah of uh, the Blank Green Canvas podcast your host and um, tune in again next week when me and my friend Alan Gunn are going to be discussing the happenings at San Diego Comic-Con as well as the upcoming remake of Disney's The Lion King. I am Noah Villaverde, host Good of Black Green. Good luck in Comic-Con, bro. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. I can't wait. You're going to see a lot of pictures, a lot hopefully. Of pictures. Hopefully, hopefully sure. my phone is in the mail by then. What are you dressing up as? I'm not going to tell you. Oh. I am not going to tell you. You are going to see soon. You are going to see this week. You're going to see in those photos. And I am pretty proud of where it is. I had to work work hard to lose enough weight to be in this costume. I'll tell you that much. Right. And um, So yeah, I'm Nova Laverde, host of the Blank Green Canvas podcast. And I will see you next week.